again and welcome to the Les Represent podcast, the podcast about everything lesbian and lady loving queer, our stories, our passions, our projects. Um, today we have a special repeat guest. I am so excited for her release. We've talked way back when last October and now her game has finally come to completion and it's about to be released, but I'm going to let her talk about it herself. Yes, and thank you for having me on again. I'm very excited to be back. Um, my name is Camille. Uh, I go by Quibble Quills on Twitter and Tumblr, and I made the game uh, Miss Fuller's School for Former Ladies, which is a Victorian lesbian romance story uh, with four roots, and um, yeah. I am so excited for this game. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand, but... I, I absolutely adore the Victorian age. I absolutely love the supernatural aspect that seems to be wrapped around that time. And it just, it pairs so well together, even though it doesn't seem like it would. I, I don't know. It's like, it kind of like has a steampunk element without it being anything about machines. It's about supernatural things. And ah, I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think the uh, term they used for it is gas lamp, which is like Victorian fantasy. Um, I actually stole that from uh, the TV Trips page of Fallen London, which is a game that I also really like and happened to be made by Fail Better, which is the company that did my incubation with. So, Wow. So that's what that meant. I, I saw that and I was like, I, yeah. should, <laughs> I should ask questions. But... It's a bit obscure, but yeah. <laughs> But that's good. That's good information to have. I would like to keep that because if that could be a thing, I would easily be able to find the things that exactly. I love, which is Victorian supernatural goodness. Yep. <laughs> okay, so this this game has been in production for about a year. So um, it's it's probably been a journey. Do you want to walk us through that journey? Yeah, so um, I guess it's been in production for a year, but I had the idea around two years now. Um, it literally just started with the concept of Victorian fantasy lesbians. I just was like, these are three things I really love. Let's we'll just put them together. Um, a beautiful and, combination. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of went from there. Um, I, I did know that I wanted it to be a visual novel. It just felt the most appropriate to have diff multiple roots and um, have it be focused on like these four uh, characters that I came up with that the protagonist Lillian could romantically pursue. That is super exciting. Um, so I just want to get this out. Are you allowed to romance multiple ladies at the same time? <laughs> no, I think you asked that last interview too. I did. I just <laughs> wanted to see if you changed your mind. <laughs> no, there's no secret harem ending. It doesn't exist. Okay. You don't click the mansion 32 times and get unlocked like a secret ending <laughs> okay just making sure but are there any secret i guess that's a silly question are there any like secret routes that you can unlock if you do a certain thing if, if it's not a harem ending is there actually <laughs> just one um there's not i i did consider it very briefly but i just decided that i'd rather have it be focused on the main story that i wanted to tell uh, there isn't any that you get where you don't really end up with anyone, but it's not particularly exciting. Oh, boo. That doesn't sound very <laughs> exciting. But, you know what, let's go, let's go over the plot. Let's go over the protagonist, because she has a very interesting story of herself. Because a lot of time with virtual novels, the protagonist will be, like, very flat. 
Like they're very flat characters, so you can right. bug yourself into. And I get, I get why people do that. But you are your protagonist doesn't seem that way. Yeah, I definitely wanted Lillian to have a personality of her own, and specifically when she interacts with these characters, I thought it'd be kind of interesting to see how her sort of core personality um, develops over time with which girl she's pursuing. So I think I mentioned this again in the previous interview, but. For certain scenes, once you're on a character's route, they'll actually change, even if they're general scenes. So let's say there's an argument going on. Um, in one route, Lillian will side with like this character that you're with, whereas another route, she'll see the, the argument from like a totally different perspective. Um, I just think that's an interesting way to make the story feel a bit more real and um, accurate than to just have a general route that goes the same for every single uh, character. That sounds very, very involved. Like, I yeah, the writing was a little bit annoying for that. <laughs> that sounds it was good, but annoying. Super involved. That that yeah. and that takes planning. That I I know we touched this on the last episode. We touched a lot on the last episode, but I think it might be best just That's to good repeat. to rehash. Yeah, definitely. Um, did your yeah? Did your process change within a year though? Did you like take down the court board and figure out a better way of doing it, or did you just get a bigger court board? <laughs> Bigger cork. <laughs> I don't think my process will ever change. <laughs> I mean, you know, it gets the job done. That's what's important. Um, yeah, I do think that if you if you write these general scenes, like, specific to each route, uh, it's definitely going to be more involved. But I'm really happy with the way it turned out. So I think it was worth the extra effort. I think we should talk about the plot a little bit because you know we we just talked about the main character but yeah the plot's supposed to come first I don't know I just got so excited I kept jumping into everything so explain the plot for people who have never heard of this before okay so basically the plot um is with the aforementioned protagonist Lillian uh coming to a boarding school in another country um I loosely call it the old continent but it's based on England and uh, based on Europe in general and she's there because she has, well, she's plagued with these mysterious nightmares. And um, the school promises to at least keep them managed. There's no promise of them being cured, but keep them managed. Um, and her uh, classmates, who are also the girls that you can pursue, have their own afflictions to deal with that are of supernatural origin. So hopefully that's like a good pitch summary. <laughs> I, I think it's certainly I'm used to just is. writing it out. Yeah. I, I think it certainly is, especially considering it, it has, because I've played the demo and the demo was amazing. It blew me out of the water and the music is fantastic and oh, yeah. the artwork is fantastic and it's just, it's, it's so much to consume just for a demo. And then when you get to the end of the demo, it's just like, crap <laughs> I have to wait until this game comes out it's just it's just interesting interesting stories and just the atmosphere is so is so there and ugh, I, I absolutely love it um so when you when you guys did the kickstarter you I remember you saying that you weren't expecting as much and then you guys completely went over your goal so yeah. what what are the new fantastic goodies that people are going to be able to get yeah, that was really, that kind of blew my mind because I didn't have that much advertising outside of word of mouth. So um, it was really incredible. But uh, basically now we have um, an additional background, I think it was. Yeah, we've got an extra background. I don't remember exactly 
um, there's, I've been juggling assets in my head for the last few months, so I'm a little bit scattered. However, I knew that there's a new background. And also, uh, and my personal favorite is the character themes. So what that is, is when you first encounter um, the, like at the first event of a particular character, there's a character theme that goes with this character that will play. And there's a romance version of that as well, once you're on their route, that's a bit softer. Um, and I'm really happy with how Matt, the composer, did these themes. So um, I think that's probably the most exciting tier that we hit. So when you say softer, are you meaning like they have their own romance music? Like a very identifying, it's, this is Yeah, it's them. the same theme. It's the same theme, but it's softer. So it's like, um, you kind of had like the intro, I guess, which is a bit more, all their themes will be a bit more upbeat for that. And then for the romance, it's kind of like something that will play in like a, more serious but also sweet scene oh I feel like you're gonna like sweep me away with this <laughs> I'm so excited okay sorry <clears throat> so during the process of you writing out these character stories where we can leave this off the books or keep them on the books because this is exciting I did you find anything interesting about these characters that you didn't previously think about did anything sneak up on you Oh, interesting. Yeah, sometimes that does happen with um, just writing in general. I, In my experience where characters just kind of, you learn something about them that you didn't know when you first created them. Um, in this case, I think a lot of stuff stayed the same, but I did get to s develop a bit more their relationships with each other because obviously uh, the focus is the character with Lillian. However, it is interesting to sort of look at what it was like before Lillian showed up and how that will kind of bleed into the story. Cause I, I don't like it when um, visual novels have the romance characters that then don't interact with each other at all. I think that's not really interesting. It's not really realistic. So I try to have some interactions between the characters as well. Um, and that just continued on as I was doing the writing. That actually sounds really interesting. I love the complexity of people's relationships with each other. And I yeah. guess I'm, I guess I'm curious if, Depending on who Lillian goes with, does that does those relationships change? They definitely do, yeah. Oh wow. How I won't say too much on that, but yeah. How did you even Okay, okay, let's let's break down your process for somebody. If you are willing to give away <laughs> those secrets. Cause I'm trying to wrap my mind around this, and I guess I'm more of a visual person, so paint me a word picture. <laughs> I'll do my best. I, I don't even understand my process half the time. But um, <laughs> go ahead if you have any specific questions. Let's just let's just kind of go over your process for someone because this is a very in-depth game that sounds like it's going to have just a lot of goodies for people to just to eat up. And I'm super excited, as I've said for the hundredth time. I need to find different words. Um, elated. I'm super elated. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> So just general general process, um, absolutely. Like for writing the characters, or just overall. Anything you are willing to share? I understand if you want to keep okay. your secrets to yourself because that might be your way to fame. But <laughs> but go go ahead and share with whatever you want to share. Okay, so I would say that um, I do use an outline. I do find them helpful, and now I know for some people they're not as into that. But I think especially with um, story that has branching paths. They're really helpful just to keep track of everything. Um, also having like a character sheet and I'll put notes on the character sheet about the character's relationship with the other characters, uh, just to keep track of that. So I can kind of come back and reference that while I'm writing. 
Uh, let's see. Outside of that, I think that's mostly like the background stuff that I just have on hand. Um, yeah, and the rest just kind of, I don't know, I guess it just kind of happens while I'm writing. Like it just, I just kind of get into the writing zone. You're just that talented. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of like a trance. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. I guess fun, that's what matters. If you want to, we can go into some of the characters so people can get a little taste of, you know, the people that yeah. you're going to be romancing. I know that they're very, they're a very diverse cast of ladies. So. Yeah, as I wanted it to be. Yeah, I wanted it, every route to feel very different. So, um, yeah, so I guess we can start in that case with, uh, I'll, just, I'll just go in order of, like, how you meet the characters, because that's kind of how I uh, wrote the story a little bit, but... Meredith is the first one that you meet and she's kind of like the like just hospitable friendly warm girl next door character um and well I will I I don't want to say too much about what's inside the roots but I will say that sometimes what you're seeing a little bit it might not well how do I want to say this how how do you want to talk about these characters without giving away (laughs) their story I'm like uh Let's see. Well, basically, I'll say that the roots sometimes will bring in surprises that aren't immediately obvious with that character trope, if that makes sense. Because I try pretty hard to, like, deconstruct a little bit um, what these, like, very basic... They're almost kind of anime tropes since visual novels were originally a Japanese medium. Um, So they present with those at the beginning, but then as the route goes on, some things might change. I'll say that. So what you see is not always what you get. (laughs) That's super exciting I mean that's that's what you would expect well that's what you would hope for in a supernatural story is that things are much different than they are on a skin level exactly so yeah I guess just continuing down the line then there's um Winifred or Winnie and she's uh the more bookish quiet one um and then there's Virginia who's the sort of cold uh very posh doesn't seem like she really wants anything to do with Lillian at all. Kind of hard to get one. Um, and then Greta, who's the playful, mischievous one. Just kind of broad, broad terms. Broad terms. I guess that's how we're going to have to go because we can't talk yeah, about... Yeah, I can't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about what, basically, what kind of supernatural ailments they have because that is part of the journey is figuring out what these ladies have. Because you exactly. go into the school and it's kind of given to you as if it's just... A boarding school like does does Lillian even know why she's there or does she is she yeah. those oh I have to go to this school and like oh wait so she knows she's there um to manage the nightmares and that alone was enough to convince her to go but outside of that I think she, the whole thing between like the, the continent itself and the actual school is just very foreign to her I mean that makes sense because she's from a different place like she's, exactly. she's from the new continent. Yep. Which is based kind of on like the United States. So in that time period, I try to keep the time consistent. So her like outfit design was sort of based on the South of that time. And the dresses are so pretty. So I have a question. How do you find talented ass people to work with you? <laughs> like tell them I uh, said that because the, the, I, I definitely will. <laughs> yeah. The demo was absolutely gorgeous and I'm so excited what they put into this, knowing that they were going to get paid for it, more or less. <laughs> yeah, so I actually found a lot of them on the Lemasoft forums, which is a forum for visual novels. Um, yeah, that was a godsend. I think I found 
the majority, if not all of them, on that, those forms. Well, that's fantastic. And you were just like, hey, here's my idea. Do you want to do it with me? And they were like, fuck yeah. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. And, and of course, you had to deal with certain scheduling around their time and so on and so forth. Right, which I think is par for the course when you are working with this many people. I, I've said, I've told other people, it's kind of like assembling the Avengers to make a game. <laughs> like, you have to get all these parts. Like, <laughs> That's cool. Like, here's the artist, here's the composer, that sort of thing. So how many people are, were, was basically pulled in to make this game? Oh, wow, let's see. Um, three, five. I mean, definitely upwards of, like, more than five. Uh, yeah, I think... Most of the work was going into the assets, which is like the art, music, that sort of thing, which I really wanted to be high quality. And I know you mentioned the music. Um, I, I definitely wanted the music to really create an ambiance since uh, I tend to actually be an auditory learner. So I like to have the music really fit. And I'm super elated for that. <laughs> I'm also excited again. Didn't quite. <laughs> Oh, wow. So dealing with all those people, like you, you said that there was only six people that came together to make this game. Like six, like I, five, six, seven. Yeah. I don't think it was more than 10. Now it wasn't more than 10. That is amazing. Just how few people can come together and make something like this. Like that's, that's really amazing. Like, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. You, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, with, um, well, I was just thinking about, because I, this summer I did my uh, incubation with Fail Better Games, and they're also a very small company. They have 12 people um, in their whole company, and they make, like, games that are so complex for that number of people. It's really impressive. So if anything, that kind of just motivated me and showed me how much can be done with uh, that, like, few people. So this... This genre is not a very big genre, unfortunately. Like as much as Victorian supernatural is, is kind of a kind of a niche spot. I feel like having um, lady loving queer representation in that is even further into that niche category. So my question is, where did you? Uh, was it just because it was something you really loved that you were like, I want to make this for it, or did you really see some potential to make something out of this genre? Yeah. So. Um... I think just in the last year, especially, visual novels have gotten a lot more popular, and this kind of representation has showed up in visual novels. So I think it's definitely a growing medium for um, this kind of storytelling and this kind of representation. So yeah, I think I just kind of followed along with that, or I was a part of that. I had seen it in visual novels that I played beforehand. Um, there weren't too many, but there were enough for me to decide that this was what I wanted to do. That's amazing. Are there, are there any recommendations you would give to someone else about mm. where to, what other kind of good graphic novels there are out there? Or are we just like, we just want to talk about your <laughs> stuff today? Because I'm perfectly uh, you know, fine with that. Yeah, I can probably think of recommendations. Um, I mean, what immediately comes to mind is Long Live the Queen, which is like one of, I think, the first visual novels I ever played, if not the first. Um, yeah, and that one I would definitely recommend. Also has the historic vibe if you're into that. Um, there's a really funny one, but I, it's actually like re really well written called Hustle Cat that I would also recommend. And it's about finding love in a cat cafe. Oh my uh, God. It has representation. So like, that's also a great one. Um, <laughs> those are just off the top of my head. If I think of any more down the line, I will let you know, but, um, that's yeah, fantastic. If you want 
those two come immediately came to mind. I mean, once your game comes out, I don't think I'll be thinking about anything else, to be quite fair. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I remember when I found the demo, it was, like, absolutely... Like, I've watched somebody play it first, and his accent... Oh, yeah, it's going right. to take me a long time <laughs> to get his accent out of my head. <laughs> a year later, it's still in your head. <laughs> we need to track down that guy and be like, it was you, sir. It was you. <laughs> I might, I'm not going to lie, I might actually be playing this game and then still hear his voice. I mean, <laughs> it's not a terrible voice. It kind of fits with it. I don't know. How did the expectation of what you were going to do fit opposed to the reality of what you did do? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, I think that even though I knew I, my, my work was cut out for me when I decided the how involved I was going to make the writing... Um, that was still a lot of work to, to do that much and have all the general scenes be specific and that sort of thing. Um, also learning how to do the programming because beforehand I didn't know anything about RemPy or really make, building a game in general. Um, so having to teach myself that I think was also a bit of a learning curve. I got there, but um, it was definitely a lot of work. It sounds like it was a lot of work. Um, have you actually been involved in making any other games before this no most of the writing that I've done before this is just traditional prose so this is my first uh foray into the game world I mean it's it's a pretty heavy hit I think like I I actually have really high hopes for it that it's gonna definitely be an impressive piece on anyone's resume for sure <laughs> I hope so <laughs> and I'm I'm probably going to treasure it and continue to talk about it to the point that everyone's going to be like, God, will you move on? And I will say <laughs> no. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It's just you, you know sometimes you come across projects and you just love everything about them. You yeah. just look at them and you're like, you know, if I was at all talented like this, maybe perhaps I would definitely want to go into something like this. And when I saw this, I immediately thought that. So. Oh, I'm really glad. I'm glad it had that impact. Most definitely. Was there was there any expectations that you had for this game that unfortunately didn't happen? And do you have any words of advice for people, you know, about dealing with failed expectations, I guess, when things just didn't work out? Yeah, so I think um, with when it comes to stuff like delays, I feel like especially if you are working with other people with their own individual schedules, and it's not just this big company that just runs like clockwork, um, you just have to be ready for them and ready to tell, if you ran a, a Kickstarter, ready to tell your backers uh, that you might have to push out the release a few months. I think it's pretty common, but I do think it's worth mentioning. Also, um, just giving yourself some, like time for that. I think initially I was saying July, a July release after an October Kickstarter, and that just realistically wasn't enough for the assets to get done. And it wasn't going to be at the quality that I wanted it to be. So instead of just rushing it to be out then, I decided it was better to push it out. So yeah, I would say be aware of delays and allow that time. Don't be afraid to push it out if it's in the sake of quality as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I'm pretty sure it's going to kind of blow everyone out of the park i should stop acting like that you're paying me to say these things <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm secretly just giving you a dollar every time <laughs> <laughs> a dollar every time i say excited man i might be able to buy a starbucks with that anyway but for real i'm just really excited and i get really passionate around other people's passions which is an interesting trade-off for things 
but um, I'm just super, super excited. Is there anything new that is going to be coming out with this that you might want to highlight to people just to get people half excited as I am because I'm like at an immense <laughs> level of excited that I need to tone my shit down. <laughs> anything new? So you mean outside of like what was said on the Kickstarter? Basically anything, anything surprising mm. that you're just, just like a little, a little teasing tisbit mm. for people, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Let's see. I think it mostly was consistent with what I said on the Kickstarter, but, um, there was a backer tier for what I would, I'd call like bonus scenes. And I think that there's a chance down the line, maybe not in, during the official release since it was for backers, but down the line, um, I might make those available to the public as well. So those are just kind of like additional scenes that aren't part of the main story, but kind of complement it. Oh, that would be so cute. Yeah. Sorry. I'm really excited for this. I need to stop. Um, <laughs> I am too old to be this excited about things. I'm like, what the hell? You're never too old. It's totally fine. I, thank you. Because I'm just gonna, I'm just waiting for the day that actually it's going to be on Tuesday that I'm going to tell my wife what exactly I'm playing. And she's going to be like, why are you so excited about this? <laughs> no, I just, I love supernatural lesbians. I love Victorian age. This is like the whole package. The whole package. Hopefully that gives you good vibes about how people are excited for this. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm so pleased with the reception so far. Like, uh, just hearing, like, your excitement. And then I think someone actually drew Meredith. And it was, like, the first piece of fan art I've ever seen of my characters. And it was, like, it made my night. So what were your hopes for this project when you be began creating it? When you finally took the steps, when you are saying, okay, this is something I'm going to do, what was the outcome that you were hoping for? Hmm. So I would say um, definitely providing the representation was on my mind. Uh, and also just like, I think, inspiring people as well to uh, make their own games or just kind of find, you know, a piece of themselves in this story. Because I think, you know, they often say, write the kind of thing that you would want. And I think that's really what I did here. This is the kind of game that I would have really loved to play, uh, especially when I was a teen and I was just kind of figuring things out. Um, I think that stories are a great a great way to learn about yourself. So, um, yeah, I think my hope was to sort of inspire people, give that representation, and kind of write for what uh, I would have liked to read now and also when I was young. That is a fantastic answer. It is a fantastic answer. So is there anything else you would like to talk about? Anything you would like to say to inspire gang makers or anything you would like to say just towards what, towards this project? Or I guess my question would be, is there going to be a follow-up for Quibble Clare Studio? And I can take this part out. This is actually just my general curiosity because I know you're like hella busy. Oh, a follow-up for the this specific game? Not particularly for this game, but just for your okay. studio. For the studio. Um, yeah, I think that, I mean, I definitely have other game ideas. Like I've got a lot actually in my head right now that I want to, um, figure out how to put into a game, but I think what's probably going to happen is I'll release this game and then take a little bit of a break just because I've been doing so much with it. Um, and then kind of reassess how I want to do the next project. Cause I think it might be a little bit bigger than this, or at least I would like it. I'd like for it to be. That is exciting. I'm, yeah. gosh. Quit saying the word exciting. You know what? I'm just going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace, it, embrace because, it 
Yeah. Embrace <laughs> the feelings that I have, which is abundance of excitement. I I look forward to anything and everything you put out. I guess is the words I have. <laughs> I'm really I'm really glad. It fe- it feeds my excitement. So then I, I got that word my vocabulary now too. Exactly. I hope it it feeds something because I'm just like, I can either make a complete fool out of myself or something productive can happen here. (laughs) No, I'm I'm excited that you're excited. (laughs) That is fantastic. So the game is going to come out, uh, or excuse me, for the backers, it's going to come out Tuesday. The, um, oh gosh, what is time? What is the date? That's a great question. Oh, oh, the 14th. The 14th. Okay. So it's going to come out October 14th. And then, of course, this podcast will come out the next day. Sorry for spoiling it for everyone. I don't do these the same day. Um, But, and then for, officially for everyone else who would like to purchase it, they can do it on October 30th. Right. And you didn't pick the 31st because, did you want people to be able to play it on Halloween? Was that it? Um, also, well, honestly, I was going to say for them to play it before Halloween in case they had Halloween plans. <laughs> oh, that's... I feel like it was just a good, like, yeah. That was really considerate of you, because I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I would be like, sorry, kids, we can't go out trick-or-treating. Mommy has a game to play. <laughs> if I had children, let me say that, because yep. right now, my miniature pony is dreading the unicorn horn that I bought her, and we're going <laughs> to... Oh my god. I will Please post take pictures. pictures. I will. I will post pictures of how that will go. It'll probably end up with somebody in the mud. But anyway. <laughs> but we also have something exciting to announce, which is why we keep bringing up the dates, which is that Camille here has been ever so nice to offer us a copy of the game that we will be giving away at a later date. Yay! <laughs> so keep on the lookout for our Twitter page. Uh, we will have more more goodies on the giveaway over there. And if you're not following our Twitter page, why not? Other than the fact that I just talk about women constantly. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about women all day? I don't understand. I'm joking. Um, But so is there anything else you want to say? Because I think we've taken up quite a bit of your time. And if we keep talking about this, we're just going to pour spoilers all over the place. (laughs) Because I am unable to contain my excitement. And I'm pretty sure I would be unable to contain a secret at this point. So, um, no, I think you, you covered it. Fantastic. Well, I've, I've really appreciated talking to you again and I know you're, you're on a different time zone. You probably have a lot of stuff that you need to be doing today. And I really appreciate you coming on again and talking about this project with us. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. So was there any places you want to plug in for people to keep a lookout for? I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to hear about the reception for this game, as, sure, as I'm sure that you are. Yeah, so um, I would say the studio Twitter, is just, which is just QuibbleQuills, um, is probably the best place to follow for updates. And the game itself will be on itch, so that's the place to look for it. Super fantastic. And of course, as I said, we're giving away one. I don't know how to wrap this up. I'm so excited. I swear to God, I'm a professional, in my own words. <clears throat> Super excited about it. I, I'm so glad it did so well. Like, when I was oh, looking at the Kickstarter, I was like, oh, please, please, all, all deities and gods and whoever that people pray for, let this, let this happen, because I'd be so excited to see it. So, and it did happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm super, super humbled by the reception. I really am. Especially because having it be like my first game, it's pretty incredible. I know. I think it's just something that people 
really want like they want to see it like I, I hate when people say that in the in the marketing world things that are catered to a minority are not profitable and so people tr- to ignore it because in the beautiful world right. we live in of money you know every every action you need to make somehow has to have purpose to it that will somehow get you money that adds to that purpose and I think it's just it's wrong. It's completely wrong, and people don't understand that when there is a need for something, that when people want it, they they will go out of their way to make sure that it happens because they they want it so bad. So, exactly. Yeah, I, that I was exactly my experience. I think that's just exactly what's going to happen here: is that people are going to see that this is a thing that they definitely want, and then I I hope they're going to continue to support it so they can just more goodness in the world. Do you want to give a shout out for your crew, or are they just? humble I don't know I just kind of I want to oh like I want to spotlight everyone on this project because even in the case that it doesn't do as well as you guys wanted to I would I would really like to recognize the people who put effort into this although I mean oh definitely I couldn't have done this without them like majorly they really brought my vision to life in a way that I don't even think I could fully imagine until I saw it you know so um yeah they were all they're all very incredible and um, they're listed on the Kickstarter page, although I'll put an updated list on my Twitter as well. Um, please definitely check them out. And if you are a game developer, consider hiring them because they were really amazing to work with. I can definitely imagine that. I can't, like, I'm not in the video gaming world that intensely, um, or I can't even say that I'm really in it. Honestly, I'm just a humble patron who's enjoying consuming all that people are willing to give. And so I, I definitely hope that this continues. I definitely hope that the passion continues, that the support continues, and that, you know, just in general, that everything works out for you. <laughs> well, I'm really, really glad that you're excited and hope you enjoy the game. I will. I, I really <laughs> doubt that I won't. Like, there, there's, there are a few things in this world that I will have an absolute 100%. Yeah, I have no doubts, and this is one of them. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Okay, so it's really great talking to you, um, but I'm sure that we have to go because I need to stop fangirling and go. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I can get this out by Tuesday, so. All right, so we will. I'm so looking forward to Tuesday, and I hope you have a very good day. Great, you too. Bye. Bye.